Hello, and welcome back to Up For The Challenge, a podcast created by two dudes in challenge. I happen to be dude one, Rowan. And I'm dude two, Aiden. <laughs> and just before I got here, I happened to be uh, on a fishing trip with a few buddies, and I got a lot of fish, 10 pounds worth. Wow. And unfortunately, I had to stop here and, you know, record and stuff. So I And to, it smells. It's currently under Aiden's bed. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's been, it yeah, hasn't been great. The ideal Super Bowl Sunday the meal. The ideal Super Bowl, yeah, we're going to do fish fries, fish... Tacos. Tacos. Everything. Fish. Fish, fish salad, maybe. We'll, we'll, <laughs> no. we'll toss some ideas around. <laughs> and, then I, but, and then I thought, hey, Rowan, with all this fish talk, I felt like we were getting it a little off track. Yeah, I and did then too. I realized, oh, it'd be a red herring. <laughs> <laughs> I neglected to mention the fish was red. <laughs> But we do have to be talking about the uh, the logical red herring. <laughs> well, uh, not just the red herring, but the all sorts of avoiding of the, the question, type, just all like avoid, I did right there. All avoiding the question fallacies. Yeah, so that are introduced in the, fallacy the first section. section. Yeah, first section or the really second section of value detectives, which is the first of the four sections of fallacies. Yes, which is avoiding the question. So why don't we just uh, jump in? Dive right in. We? Let's go. All right. So the first fallacy happens to be. The red herring fallacy. Yes. Which is the most, well, one of the most common and the um, easiest to commit fallacy, I'd say. And it is basically, just to kind of briefly summarize, it is, like we said, avoiding the question. And it's like in maybe introducing a certain, like a different topic that is away from the topic at hand. So, um, yeah, it says in the, on page 29 of this, of the fallacy detective, it says a red herring introduces an irrelevant point into an argument. Someone may think, or may want us to think, it proves his side, but it really doesn't. It, yeah, it just makes you look terrible. So, like, what's a <laughs> example of a red herring? Like, a good one. Uh, besides what we just gave right there. Besides what we just gave. <laughs> um, it's the, we're, let's say we're talking about, um, your dog is, uh, better than mine. And yeah, then yeah. I say, my cat likes tuna. <laughs> <laughs> and then we start I'm talking. I'm scared that his dog is better than mine, so I'm going to avoid the topic. So then he said, so you say, my cat looks tuna. Cat looks and tuna. I say, your cat doesn't look tuna. Yes. And then you say, and yes, he does. Said, it does. And we start, we're, now we're not talking we're about. We're a totally different argument. We're on totally, and it totally was. And you can kind of trace back to the argument. You can see that it was, in fact, begun by Rowan's red herring fallacy. Sorry. Um, in the, uh, his bringing up cat tuna. So it's called the <laughs> red herring, actually, um, because when, it has something to do with hunting dogs, doesn't it, Rowan? E- Yes, it does. So, yes. dog trainer, it says in here that the dog trainers used red herrings to train their tracking dogs. Oh, that's right. And they would lay out the raccoon scent or yeah. whatever they w- wanted it to track. And then they would then drag red herring, which is super smelly. Yeah. Uh, and so the dog had to f- had to ignore all of the red herring smells yeah. and focus on or the wood smell. Yeah. So that's where red herring got, got, yeah, came from. Yeah, distraction, so, kind of. Yeah. So, uh, not great use of argument. And then in the last part of the section, it uh, gives you examples, or get a example of when it's, like, so you might think it's a red herring, but it's not. And the specific example they give is, like, when someone says, I don't know, and, like, doesn't answer the question, that's not a red herring. That's because them being genuinely honest in don't the, know. <laughs> yeah. It's not, you just don't want to, I mean, it might, unless you're totally lying and you do know. But, but that's not a, you're still on the topic of the discussion. Yeah, you're, you're not, not going off on a different topic. Yeah. So just be careful when you're looking out for those, because they are sneaky about that. And then, and then you go to the exercise. Yeah. And Exercises are fun. Lesson there. five Lesson is on five. recognizing red herrings. Which so how can we recognize they're, uh, them? Usually, they're, you, you can kind of, like we just, you, they're easy to pick out. And, uh, 
Like, if you are alert and <laughs> talk with someone and you totally go off topic, then that's when you like stop the conversation and bring it back in. Or an argument or debate and just bring it back to the original point at hand. And it's definitely, it's easy to tell kind of when someone like... Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes, sometimes it's not. kind of like the I don't know example. Like you, you could think that red herring, but it's not, it's not as but yeah so what it says it talks about in here is red herrings are often good arguments right yeah so when you're you can make a good argument with red you can make a good argument with a red herring but it's a red herring because it's not on the topic of the discussion right yeah. like i could you know a cat talking about cat tuna might yeah. be a perfectly fine rowan's cat could actually love tuna right and that'd be a good argument but we're not Maybe talking not about cat, not for talking about our dogs right yeah so that's how one of the ways you can recognize red herring is again basically red herring is irrelevant Look for, listen for the things that sound irrelevant, and you can kind of see that point in arguments, and you can, you can see, see where, where the trail splits and where it should be going, and where, <laughs> and where yeah, it's not, and where it if uh, red herring is committed. Um, if you hear that, to say, actually, we're not talking about that. We're talking about this. Yeah, um, just bring it back. Lest in. you get on a other trail that you're yeah you, you don't, don't want to be on. on. You're on yeah. certain argument. So yeah, that's a red herring. So it's, those are red herrings. Um, those are fun. They're fun. <laughs> Sometimes. So the next fallacy they uh, they bring up is the special pleading fallacy. Yep. And so their definition, is, or not really definition, but they say in the book, when someone uses a double standard or argues for an unjustified exception, he is committing the fallacy of special pleading. So like if um, ends, let me think here. Let me, that's me, good, they, good, they, a good they, original example. They have, they, have, um, they have a good example in the book. Um, let's see, they have, let's see, they had, um, so this guy says, I know I need to control my anger, but officer, this time my sister was nagging me so much, the only thing I could do was lock her in the closet. <laughs> so he's, he's no, asking. No, no sisters have been harmed in the making of this That episode. we know of. Maybe this is, uh, <laughs> I don't know. satire or something. I, of, something. Of anyway. His life. But he's, this guy is asking for an exception because, uh, oh, I, she, she was, was nagging me. Like, there was, uh. Please, give me an exception here. Like, yeah. So it's made, you're, I mean, I always actually asking for an exception. It's asking for something that's kind of unjustified, I like guess, an un, unjustified exception. Yeah, so it's kind of the, you know, kind of the argument of, like, um, do what I say, not as I do, kind yeah. of. Uh, so it's when somebody makes themselves, is says something that makes them an exception to the law. Yeah. And we can't do that. Um so, so yeah, yeah, so that's the, really the, the fallacy of special pleading. Special it's pleading, again. Perception it's you, in the name, in, in the, the name. name. Yeah. Um, well, a, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Um, so if Rowan, if Rowan, um, if Rowan, if I had my, you know, uh, my lovely Waterloo, yes. sparkling water that I'm drinking right now, <laughs> on my table, and I drink, I had gone through half of it, and Rowan reaches over, takes a sip, that would be super weird, Rowan, would be and weird. finishes it off, that. and yeah. I would say, well, what the heck, man? And he would say, well, oh, man, I was, I haven't, I've never had one of those before, and it looks so I good, really and I'm just, it. I'm I'm so thirsty, yeah. like, I am just dying of thirst here, right? So that's, uh, that would be him that's making himself an exception to the kind of accepted social law that you don't drink somebody else's <laughs> beverage. Um, so that would be an example of Rowan's special pleading, right? Yeah. And so in order for me to recognize that, I'd say, actually, you're making yourself to, you're making an exception to the law, Rowan, and yeah. you're making that to yourself, right? Um, but then if he, instead of me saying, oh, of course, you were just thirsty, yeah. right? And that wouldn't, I would be letting Rowan get away with something. Yeah, so don't. Don't get away with that. Anyway, so that's special pleading. Um, so yeah, so that's yeah. Pleading. Next one, 
Um, Lesson is, seven is uh, at hominem. Yep. Which it happens to be Latin for uh, to the man. To the man, yes. And while it doesn't really make sense, it uh, it will. It, it will. It will eventually. Wait. So it's not at hominem attack. Yeah, so ad hominem, as it says right there, is really an attack on someone or as a person or Someone's their character. Or person or character. It's not. Yeah. It's not talking it's about the not, argument it's at uncalled hand. Uncalled for. Yeah. It's just you throw in insults like, "Hey, your shirt is terrible." What the heck? And come on. <laughs> so that would, yeah. So again, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's un, uncalled for. It's just um, it's really an attack on someone. And, and their character... It's not relevant to the argument. Again, it's avoiding the topic of the argument. You're just pointing out this person's flaw. We're really talking about something totally different. Yeah, so like if I was talking about how... Rowan, you're... We're talking about whether we should be on our phones less, right? Yeah. And Rowan says... Rowan says... But Aiden, you have the... You know, like... Aiden, you would say that because your... Your grandfather or un- great uncle worked for uh was a was a disgruntled employee of apple or something <laughs> and that he he uh in, he passed that on to you and that that's why you you're just uh yeah. you're a technology hater te- right and i'd be like i'm not a technology hater and then we get and back and forth totally and we're track. not talking about whether we should be on our phones about if he's a technology hater or not yes so that would be an example of an ad hominem again and ad then, hominem is latin for to the, to man. the man yeah and then there's Again, there's, it's hard to, sometimes hard to deter, distinguish between an hominem and when it's not actually an hominem. So an example they give is, um, let's see, what do they say here? So the, their example is, I don't think we can trust Mr. Smith because when he says that he has he was nowhere near the scene of the crime, he has been no, he has been known to lie on many occasions, and he certainly has a motive for not telling the truth here. So instead of trying to actually find the guy, or they're, um, or not find the guy, but if they're trying to like find evidence and proof kind of, they're... That's all in the same line. All it's this, all... Determining whether a witness is uh, reliable or not is all yeah. on that same line. Is still relevant to the discussion. And if I'm telling the truth, right? Like if I'm saying I think somebody has a ulterior motive, or I yeah. don't think their character is. That's not like an. That's if I'm just if you are telling the truth, right? That's not that's not the fallacy. But it's when you are attacking somebody and it is being used just for the sole purpose of discrediting them and, and getting the getting the discussion off track. That's a at home yeah. fallacy. And yeah, don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> the lesson uh, to everyone here. Next one is uh, lesson eight. One, the, lesson eight, which is the genetic fallacy. That's a slightly more complicated one. It's kind of it's not as easy to pick out. Yeah. So that is basically um, you are attacking again. You avoid the question or the topic, and you're attacking the. It's well, your attack. base. It's not really. It's can well, it's, vary. It's like you're basing uh, the the value of something off of. What it comes what from. What happened? Where it comes from? What, what happened? Like previously. What happened before it? Say cause it. Yes. Like the gen. Like the gen. Like it's not always with people. Usually it's with people. Like I. W- I would argue that your uh, special plea or your um, ad hominem fa- uh, example was kind of genetic too. Yeah. You're yeah. Talking yeah. about it's your great uncle's fault. Yeah. Too. <laughs> so yeah. I think that could be used both ways. Is uh, you're going back to the source and you're saying this is why this this is, is bad. Whatever. Yeah. This, this so is bad. like an example is the example they use in the book is that. Flip flops are bad because they were invented by hippies, right? <laughs> yes. So that's that's a that again we're not talking about the <laughs> the value of flip flops. No, we are discussing we are basing our value of flip flops on where they came from, right? Yeah. So that's a we're again that's we're getting off track of the discussion, and by going into um, the again where something came from, and and, it's not relevant. To so you. like if for us, and then next so that can be used in. You know, objects, 
um, inventions, also with people. Like, yeah. like, well, Rowan came from the line of this family, so he He's must be a liar. Anti-something, or a liar. Or, or a liar. So that's a genetic fallacy, something. right? Yeah. That, yeah. So that's, a again, a fallacy. We're not, I'm not no longer talking about Rowan's values or his truthfulness. I'm now talking about, about the, like, his family or his line and that's not what we're talking about and that's so off that's off the boring question again yeah so yeah so that's that's that one and then our lesson nine talks about the two quoquet which again is latin <laughs> um what's it like uh, you also or you too yeah so it's um so yeah so it's at the top two quoquet is latin for you too and um it's ba- it's uh you again it's kind of it's really deflection deflection like okay like in says like okay let's both get off a screen let's both get off our phones more and I'll be like no well, you, you're on your phone a lot I see you on Instagram uh, yeah so if I was like Rowan you're on your phone a lot man and and Rowan was like well you're on it too you're on it more than me that would be a you deflection, too yeah. and we're not talking about again whether Rowan should be on his phone he has then deflected it to me like it's his fault and or it's my fault and, and we're now issue. discussing now we're just we're off topic and we're discussing my my phone, right? Yeah. And that can and turn that into... that wasn't a topic. Yeah. yeah that wasn't... A, that I can thought, lead to another... We were talking things. about Rowan's phone Rowan's usage. Rowan's phone problem. Not... Not Aiden's not, phone problem. Not mine, until Rowan introduced the two quote K fallacy, where then we're talking about mine. And it took it off topic, yeah. And that can lead into, and then add homonyms and all sorts of things, and... Because, again, if I... It it's very... More serious arguments. How do, if, if you... I'm sure... You, I, I've definitely used this one. It's very common of... Oh, yeah. Is, like... Again, when somebody so. uses this against you and they say, well, you do it too, you become defensive, right? Yeah. And then it becomes, turns into not a discussion or an it's argument. It's an attack it's, or a battle. It's a, then of... it becomes a fight, a battle to be won. And again, that's where you can say some things that you don't want to. So yeah. don't so... do not do this one either, everybody. <laughs> don't do any of that. Lesson 10 yes. uh, goes over the uh, falsely appeal to authority. Yes. And that is a, uh, I think that's a common one today yeah, yeah they're all pretty common but this one is also i think relevant is so that is where um you or a person tries to present their point and back it up they with, back it up with an authority so-called authority that's not really like an actual authority on the subject so it doesn't so the definition in the book says a faulty appeal to authority is an appeal to someone who has no special knowledge in the area being discussed yeah. so like if I was giving an argument, right, and I said, Rowan Frazier, if I was giving an argument about, you know, the, oh, let's see, what's a good one here? Like, the effect of, the effect of deforestation of the Amazon <laughs> on, you know, the wildlife of uh, South America, right? Yeah. And I'm talking about that, and I'd say, well, Rowan Frazier says that... And I back up my arguments by saying, or some of my arguments by saying, yeah. well, Rowan Frazier says that, you know, these animals, you know, it's just terrible what these, you know, all these trees and that mm-hmm. animals are, you know, falling out of trees and being killed and all this stuff, right? Yeah. That would be, and so people are like, oh, well, he wouldn't have mentioned it if he wasn't really an expert, yeah, but it's a, it's a faulty appeal to authority. an expert, so. Because he is, Rowan is not an expert on wildlife or, or uh, <laughs> pollution or anything yeah. like that, right? Um what is the the example it gives in a book is like they give a few examples but one yeah one. so like one is so like somebody takes their car to a mechanic quote unquote <laughs> and the mechanic says it looks like the timing chain is broken the camshaft is warped and the u joints are shot <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's in that example um, the so called mechanic 
yeah. is actually a mechanic. So sorry, I was looking at the wrong example. Well, that in that case, that's a that's like not that is a valid appeal to authority because yeah. he says the mechanic obviously is saying things in the car and what they need in order for the car to run. Yeah. Um, so that's like you're actually going to an actual authority. That's yeah. So that wouldn't that wouldn't be example of an appeal to, of a false yeah. appeal to authority. That would be a, a valid appeal. That would be a valid appeal to authority. So that was on me. Sorry, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading the wrong thing. Um, but if I were to bring my, if Ron were to bring his accordion to a car mechanic, and say, "Can, can you, you please you fix this?" And the car mechanic was well, like, uh, "Well, if you can, you you know, oil change it and you know, put air in it. Like yeah. that would be that's a faulty. That would be a fault. His and, authority. Yeah, Rowan would you know pump it up and do it, and he's like, "What? It was supposed to work, right?" Well, <laughs> yeah. that's faulty appeal to authority. He wasn't because yeah, the mechanic, car mechanic, has no authority on accordions. He doesn't have knowledge of accordions. No. Yeah. So, um, so then there's a second one that go second fallacy kind of goes along with that. It's called the appeal to the people. Yes. And there's also can also be known as like appeal to the masses. So like on commercials or ads or whatever. Like, you should do this because, like, 75 million Americans are doing this. And sometimes that can be, like, that can be a... It depends. Uh, if you've, your mom has probably told maybe. you before, if everybody else was jumping on a cliff, would you do it too? I was just told it today, actually. I'm Were, not you even really? lying. Were you <laughs> <Yes>. really? Anyway, <laughs> so, like, things like that. And so, this, again, like, a tie-on to the appeal, faulty yeah. appeal authority of it's appealing. So, the mass majority of people, all of them together and what they say, are not... Um, they're always not an authority. They're the mass majority, all of them combined, are not an authority on a subject. No. But if somebody says they are doing, like the majority of people say that, you know, what, like climate change is good for the earth, yeah. right? Like they don't have authority on that. No. Um, and so they can't because really it's be, the they can't be an authority. They can't on be, that. and so that's the it's a type of faulty appeal to authority. But you're yeah. appealing to the mass majority of people who. They can't really be counted as like a single. They don't have a. They their combined knowledge isn't enough no. to. So, um, again, kind of that. Just because everybody else thinks it or does it doesn't mean that. Don't it's mean you should. Sure. Yeah. So don't don't fall for it. The last fallacy in this uh, section. Yes. In lesson twelve is called the straw man, which was one of my favorites actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was pretty fun. I mean. So what's the fallacy of the straw man in the book? So, so their definition is a fallacy of straw man is changing or exaggerating an opponent's position to make it easier to refute. So that would be like if Aiden, go back to the sandwich argument from the last episode. Um, or wait, no, I guess that would be a good example. But it's basically when... Um, so if you think about a straw man, right? A straw man is flimsy and can easily be knocked down, yeah. right? So if I present a strong argument to Rowan about about, um, you know, phone usage, right? Yeah. Rowan, I, you know, it says that being on your phone a lot decreases, like, uh, harms your eyesight. And yeah, and that's a valid, valid argument. Yes, and, and then, then if Rowan then countered that argument by saying, so so you're saying technology is bad, yeah. right? And then, and then he would say, but technology is not bad because technology has allowed us to treat diseases and so that may, yeah, things like I that. So he is... More like- Again, he's easier def- to refute. Yes, like I said, just it's, totally inflate it and make it take it down. So it's really the process of creating a weaker argument, manufacturing yeah. a weaker argument, which normally is like a exaggeration uh-huh. or an untrue exaggeration of that person of the opponent's argument, and then knocking that down so it appears it's that they have knocked their opponent's argument but down. But they haven't. They, they have haven't. avoided the question. So they have, all of these yeah. have. So, so they are. We're not talking about that. Aiden thinks technology is bad worth talking about the harm of phones on Phone eyesight, usage, right? Yeah. So, 
but Rowan introduced that. He avoided the question. He took the argument on a track that we weren't originally on, and then uh, took it down and Just manufactured something it. that was easy to a straw man, right? Yeah, uh, and easy was flimsy down. and easy to punch down, yeah. and then use that to his advantage. So that is a fallacy. Don't do that one. Don't either. do that. <laughs> Don't try us at home. So that is uh, the whole first action fallacies. Yeah. Uh, none of which you should use if you haven't picked up yet. So, yeah. So these are, are I, I'd say these fallacies are pretty common. They're pretty common. They're life. pretty easy to, most of them are pretty easy to pick out. Um, yeah. They're definitely used in everyday life, not in a good way, but yeah, they're yeah, used yeah. and they're, you can see them. So, yeah, next, uh, next time we'll go through the next uh, section of uh, faulty arguments and fallacies. Um, which what is the next which section, section is, is making, assumptions. making assumptions making assumptions that's a, that's a fun one but until then thank you again for listening yeah you can um, uh, you yeah. can find us on Instagram at up for the challenge underscore um, you can also find us on Facebook at up for the challenge yep um, you can email us at up for the challenge ar at gmail.com um, you can find us on our anchor page um, and can get to uh, Spotify from there. You can also just type us into Spotify now. That's cool. Yeah, and search for uh, our faces. Give us uh, five stars on Spotify, and uh, come back next week for more Fallacy Detective. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you, guys, and we will uh, see you later. And when Aiden said next week, he meant next two weeks. Next two weeks. Excuse me. <laughs> We're on a new schedule. Sorry. New schedule. Anyway, see you guys later. Right. Thank you for listening. See you later. Goodbye. Thank you all.